Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Vandalia, Michigan campus. For more info, look us up at newdaycommunity.org. I really believe God's going to bless you with what I'm going to share. There is a story in the Old Testament. It's in Second uh, Kings chapter 5. Uh, it's an amazing story. Uh, talking about a great general... Uh, a man of uh, honor and valor uh, who used to serve as a, a chief commander of the army of Syria. And uh, the Bible says through him, God has accomplished great victories for, for, for the nation. Uh, and he, his name, if you're familiar, was Nehemiah. And uh, he was a great man, but the Bible says there was a problem with him. You know, with his physical condition, he was stricken by leprosy. Okay, in those times, you know, that was a deadly disease. And once you get it, you, you, you can't, can't get rid of it. There is no way. You are just slowly incurable, and it kills you, and you just slowly die. And the way you die is terrible because, you know, pieces of your flesh just falling apart and uh, you're totally uh, uh, insensitive about uh, like something touching something hot or when it gets too cold you know you you even don't know because this disease actually kills the peripheral uh, nerve system and kills all the uh, perception and and your sensitivity so uh, you see he 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 is just desperate but the Bible says, oh, that's, that story is so beautiful. Uh, on one of the uh, raids, you know, they captured uh, a, a young girl uh, from, 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 from the nation of Israel. And they captured that girl. And uh, uh, it came out that the girl was uh, presented to Nehemiah's house to, to serve him as a maid servant, you know. And uh, it's amazing that... Although she was captured and taken away from her land and family and definitely was grieved because of what happened to her, yet she had a heart for uh, uh, sharing, if I can say, you know, in, in our terms, uh, you know, uh, sharing the gospel with Nehemiah. Isn't that amazing? Now, instead of just being, how to say, oh, uh, die as soon as possible because you are the reason for my, you know, departure from my precious family, from my dear people to this place. No, she was not grieved. She was not bittered in her heart. Isn't that a great lesson for, for us to, to learn something? You know, we are so easily taken away by what, but, uh, of what is happening in the world sometimes. And we get, uh, you know, a state of inf- unforgiveness and bitterness and these roots uh, 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 of, of, what to say, this worldly behavior which we have been redeemed in our hearts. But we are not supposed to give place to the devil according to the New Testament. Amen. And, and it's, it's a great example for us that she saw an opportunity to bless her master. She was serving and, 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 and to provide for him a cure in the face of prophet Elisha, you know, who was currently serving in Israel as a judge, as a prophet, you know, as a, uh, a mighty man of God. And, and, and she, she said, uh, she said to her, 
master, oh, if only, if only my master can go uh, to Israel and meet the prophet, definitely he would get rid of his leprosy. Oh, wow. <laughs> they have never ever seen, no matter how many centuries, you know, this nation was established, they have never ever seen a leprous man healed. Now he hears something that there is an opportunity, there is something special in Israel. There is a man, he possesses special skills, so, uh, you know, who knows, some kind of magic according to his understanding. He doesn't understand, uh, he doesn't know, I mean, the God of Israel. So in his own thinking uh, and, and perceptions, he's seeing through the lenses of his culture, habits, manners, background, stuff like that. But he, he, he decides to give it a chance. He goes to the king because, you know, he, he's an important person. And he takes a letter of recommendation from the king when he goes to uh, Israel, you know, to be recognized, to be accepted in the right way. So the king gives him a letter of recommendation. And then he takes his entourage, his people, you know, and heads to Israel, but the Bible is giving us details here. And not only uh, the letter of recommendation, but he took a huge amount of silver, gold, and uh, precious uh, garments. You know, in those times, these garments were not made in Vietnam, okay? You know what I'm talking about. You, you, you pay a huge amount of money for Banana Republic and then you see, <laughs> you see the label and it says made in Turkey, Vietnam, Sri Lanka. <laughs> you know, it's not that expensive actually. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you know, but you know it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so, but those were, those were special garments of great value, you know, handmade, decorated with precious stones, gold and silver, you know, I mean, king's apparel. He was ready to answer and to bless the source of his cure. <laughs> Actually, it took me a long time, uh, so I, I finally found the whole amount it equals 1.2 million. Isn't that something? Yeah, he was ready to pay that. Only to get what? Only to get the cure and get rid and his life to be prolonged. No matter the amount, 1.2 million with the precious garments also, and he headed to Israel. Now, let me point something. Uh, every uh, commentator, every uh, theology, biblical theology, uh, uh, you know, uh, would, would present leprosy as a type and shadow of, of, of sin and the sinful nature of the sinner, which is uh, deadly. Come on, folks. It's deadly because the Bible says the wages of sin are death. It's killing us. It is making us insensitive, like to, uh, you go and you're involved in all kinds of terrible things, but you even don't understand that they destroy you and, and they're deadly to you, you know. And, and it represents sin in the Bible. 
So we can apply that story as Nehemiah is a representator, a general <laughs> representator of the sinner and how the sinner generally, you know, in this world can get, uh, 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 you know, not, not only saved, but, you know, just totally cleansed and delivered from that deadly that transformed yeah, from that deadly uh, state of living, you know. And, and there's something interesting. You know, the Torah, the five books of Moses, consist of, uh, the Torah consists of five books. It's uh, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. So it's interesting that uh, uh, as we, in this world, we put the most important stuff, you know, always central. Like when you drive your car, uh, all the instruments on, on the dashboard, you know, they are central because you need them, okay? Or this pulpit, for example, it is not at the corner. It is central because of the importance, okay? And, and uh, it's interesting that... Uh, in the Torah, what is the most central thing? What is the backbone of the Torah? Okay, it's the book of Leviticus. If you if you see, uh, uh, it is the yeah, it's not difficult. It is the book of Leviticus, and Leviticus consists of twenty, uh, twenty-eight, no, twenty-seven, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. 27, cha- uh, 27 chapters, and what it, the, the middle, the, the, the middle, the central chapter of the book of Leviticus is about what? If you go and check, you will see it is about representing according to the law how a leprous man can be cleansed and get rid of his leprosy. Presented to the temple service, uh, to the high priest. And it's an amazing story. Why exactly God is putting this chapter, this story, and this, this, this uh, how to say, this principle right in the midst? Because it speaks that, uh, uh, that the only way a sinner can be cured is by the blood of the sacrifice and the precious oil being poured out. Because it is amazing if you read that story about cleansing the leper, at the process of his cleansing at one point, a huge amount of anointing oil has been poured out over his head. And I was blown away because in the Bible, usually only kings and priests, eventually prophets, but I'm not sure about that. But kings and priests were the only one anointed with that precious oil. And then we see those who don't deserve anything, you know, like, rejected and cast out for they they cleansing this precious oil which no man's flesh was ever you know intended or allowed to 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 touch it you know what was poured upon them uh, according to the cleansing uh procedure ceremony whatever that was just a little you know explanation how how uh, important how powerful it is the, the cleansing of the leper so this story is definitely showing us more than just a historical fact about someone you know from Syria being cleansed but it represents also us because you know we were not even belonging to the nation of Israel just like him we were Gentiles but praise God he, he decided the whole world every nation in the world to be included 
and to become uh, uh, engrafted in the fatness of the olive tree, which is Israel. Now, what I'm going to teach you is uh, I, I have three points. And uh, uh, through these points we're going through, we will see all the mistakes uh, and the wrong uh, ideas he had, Nehemiah, about how he was supposed to be cleansed of his leprosy. Okay? Which, which is teaching us a lesson about and uh, uh, according to our salvation. Okay? So the first point is uh, he wanted, it was his intention, to pay for the cure and to pay for his healing. And that, that's wrong. Okay, we see when you read, when you, w w when you see the story, you realize that it, it was in vain. It was pointless. His expectation of paying for his cure and rewarding the source of the cure was totally pointless, like didn't work. Amen? Aren't you glad about that? The leper... And cleansing leprosy speaks about our salvation, how we got rid and cleansed, you know, from what was killing us. And it was not, let me remind you, it was not our behavior. We were not sinners because we behaved as sinners, believe it or not. But we were sinners because of the fall of the first Adam being born after Adam with a sinful nature. What can you do about that? No, behave, no good behavior will help you. That's why when God gave the law, it, you know, no one, just to show us on a purpose, to show us that no one is able by doing good and behaving good and, and doing some principal uh, stuff, you know, to deserve approval from God. It was absolutely impossible. Amen? The Bible says all our righteousness is as filthy rack. So, what is God showing us? You cannot buy, you cannot pay, and you cannot deserve. The only way you can receive it, praise God. The only way you can receive it is unmerited, undeserved, unsought, unexpected favor favor and, and grace and mercy of such an amount which is beyond even beyond your comprehension thank you lord he took that that huge amount of gold and silver and he arrives in israel and he has a letter of recommendation but the second mistake he is doing which the, the story is teaching us you know, if you follow those three, you will have a successful Christian life. <laughs> I, I'm promising you. The second mistake he is doing, he goes to the wrong place and is knocking on the wrong door. Instead of seeking and uh, trying to find the prophet, the girl was talking about, you know, she goes right to the king. He goes, yeah, he goes right to the king's office. Knocking on the door, you know, received and gives the letter to the king. And the king starts reading. Uh, it is from the king of Syria. Now, when Naaman arrives to your place, 
take care of him and heal him from his leprosy. You know, that <laughs> can you imagine poor king, you know, he was like, these people are trying to mess with me and to find a reason to make war, you know, and that, that's totally ridiculous. How can I, who am I to, to heal this guy from his, am I, and that's his own, you know, proclamation, am I a God? To heal someone from, only God can heal, you know. And, and it was such a, so devastating for him. The Bible says the king tore apart his clothes. And these were not cheap. It was not his pajamas, I mean. <laughs> you see, it was his ma king's mantle. And in his desperation, you know, he, he was like, uh, a man, like proclaiming, I am done. I am done. He, he tore apart his, his clothes like these people. Uh, I cannot answer that. that, 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 that. Yeah, seeking a reason for I cannot answer that. Definitely we're done. You know, these guys will come now and fight for us. They will get upset. And when Elisha heard, I don't know how he heard about that. He, hands a, he sends a message to the king. Why you have torn uh, apart your, your, your clothes? Send him to me and he will see that there is a prophet in Israel. But before to continue, you see how many of us, how many of us are deceived by, by the natural understanding, background, by the world, by even by the enemy, you know, first of all, that uh, whatever we are going to receive from the Lord, we have to pay for it first. Deserve it, receive an approval. And that's totally wrong with Christianity. It doesn't work like that, believe it or not. And that's actually supposed to be a good news for you. Yeah? But usually, you know, people get upset, you know. They, they, they get, like, uh, 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 trouble to, to process that, that, like, why? Because we are told by the world, you get what you deserve. And when we come to the Lord, we enter with that kind of a culture, background, understanding, and we start behaving in the kingdom of God in the same way. But the Bible is teaching us again and again from the beginning to the end. From the very beginning when Adam and, and Eve uh, fell and trespassed, you know, the Bible says, when the Lord saw their pitiful condition, he killed an animal, he made what? He made garments and clothed them, but amazingly, it was not from linen, it was not from, you know, from wool or something like that, something artificial, <laughs> like most of the stuff you buy today is acrylic or... Uh, yeah, polyester, exactly. Uh, you know, Aldo dear, he was definitely capable of that, you know. But he killed an innocent animal on, on a purpose to cover. Now, who dies? It's not Adam and Eve, you know, receiving the punishing and, and stuff like that. God is killing an animal to cover their nakedness, to make them feel, you know, comfortable. And it's a great type and shadow that one day the Lamb of God, which was ordained before the foundation of the world to become a sin offering for us, will pay on the cross the huge price to be, uh, you know, clothed in God's righteousness and stand in his presence 
not guilty with joy, you know, without any condemnation, guilt, shame in his presence. That's what uh, Jude, it's one chapter, Jude verse 24 says. He's able to present us blameless in joy before the presence of his glory. Aren't you glad about that? That's a good news. No, there is no religion like Christianity. Why? Why there is no religion like Christianity in this world? Why it's so different? Why it's so unique? Because there is no God as our God in this world. Praise God. You, you cannot pay. You know, like two weeks ago, approximately, I received this this. In, I don't know, like a revelation, like a prophetic blast, you know, insight, which uh, struck me so deep. The Lord said, when Jesus died, the Bible says, but the Lord said to me, when Jesus died, the, and he said, it, cry out, it is finished, and he rested his head on his chest and gave up his ghost. The Bible says, immediately the veil in the temple was torn apart into, destroyed actually, not just removed. Do you understand that? Not just removed. No, it destroyed from the top to the bottom. That was a huge, huge veil, you know, heavy, thick, solid. Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, it, so, but, but the Bible says from the top to the bottom, God, it was God's intervention, intervention, it was God's showing us that the way after Jesus died on the cross as a sacrifice and a substitute for us, you know, immediately we got qualified to go back and be restored to the place where he used to belong, to his glory. And the way was wide open. Hebrew 10 says we can, we, we can possess boldness. We can obtain boldness to enter and proceed further into the very holy of holies through the new and living way which Jesus opened through his body. And then the Lord, I know you know those things, but the Lord said, okay, from now on, after Jesus died, you cannot do anything to deserve, to pay. It is open. The only thing you can do is proceed further with boldness, enjoy it, be partaker, a beneficiary, you name it, whatever, you know. But it's too late for you. To pay for it because Jesus, once Jesus paid it, it was open. Now, what can you do to deserve it since it's open because of Jesus? You accept it in the beloved immediately. Well, don't get me wrong. I know you need to repent, so-called, to, to be born again, to receive Jesus. Yes, but it's a gift from God. The Spirit is a gift. Jesus said the Spirit is a gift. Salvation is a gift. Even your repentance, you know, it's not your own effort. Like, oh, oh to me, and repentance, you know, the Greek word metanoia means change your mind. Just, just, just change your mind of thinking, you know, of uh, comprehension. You turn to the Lord, you know. So, Yes, we feel sorry, but feeling sorry won't, won't make it. Yep. You see, Jesus went through this agony 
in the garden of Gethsemane, you know, identifying with you and me. Why, why, why his sweat became as huge uh, uh, drops of blood? You know, because of something going on the inside beyond measure, beyond comprehension. What was it? Fear from dying? No, we definitely know that people go, they do war, they die for the nation, they die for a cause, you know. And it was not fear uh, 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 of death. It was, it was him, the righteous one, and there was no, no, no one who would obey the Father the way Jesus was obeying the Father. And Imagine this, uh, 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 how to say, total, a total uh, uh, a representation of obedience, identifying with the rebellious na uh, uh, nature, with the rebellious nature of the sinner. That was the struggle. He had to put on himself somehow. It's a mystery. We don't know how. But the Bible says he became a curse so you may obtain the blessing. He became uh, what? He who knew no sin became sin in order we may obtain the righteousness of God. Looks like I need some coffee. Yeah? <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, just kidding. Yeah. So you see, uh, he died in a way to say yes to the Lord so he may identify with your rebellious and sinful nature somehow. We don't understand fully. But in the Old Testament, no sinner would, no sinner would be redeemed or, or, or forgiven or, how to say, uh, reconciled uh, through the temple service. That, that's very important when you bring and present your sacrificial animal to the temple. There was a requirement. The priest will examine and we, he, if he finds no issue, if, if he finds no, no spot or blemish with the sacrifice, it had to be perfect. Perfect. Then he compels the sinner to lay his hands on the head of the sacrificial animal. So what is killing the sinner and what the sinner is guilty of by the laying of his hands on the head of the animal has been transferred now to this innocent not guilty animal of anything. And now the sinner is released because what was working in him is transferred and now the judgment falls on the animal, the sacrificial animal, and it's a uh, whole burnt offering. Boom, gone. But you are free to go. And you see that, that Jesus, Jesus identified with us. You know, that, that, that got transferred Everything we deserved on him. That, that, that's, that's why the agony, you know, in the, you know, he suffered big time. Not only pain, physical pain, guys, but identification with us. He took it upon himself. So today you can be privileged and blessed to took upon self, as Paul says, put on Christ. Be clothed with Christ's righteousness. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, my point was, we cannot pay thousands of shekels and pounds of gold and silver won't make it. Peter says, don't you know, have you forgotten that uh, you haven't been redeemed with gold and silver 
but by the precious blood of the Lamb of God as a sacrifice without blemish, spot, or anything like that. that that's why we sing Amazing Grace. That's why uh, we lift up our hands in adoration. We bow down. We kneel. We, we, we just... Because, you see, Christianity... It's, it, it's about the love of God. Christianity is about something he paid, provided, and supplied of something which you, you cannot pay, but you can enjoy it. Amen? You can enjoy it. Still, you can enjoy it. There was someone who, Jesus is giving us a parable. A certain man uh, uh, threw a party. He made a, a feast. He gave a huge dinner. And, and he slaughtered the best and, and, and spread the tables. And at the hour of the dinner, he said, go invite people, you know, to participate in the dinner. And they went, and the story goes like, and they, uh, in one accord, they started, you know, uh, 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 finding reasons to not visit the, 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 the dinner, like excuse, presenting their excuses. One of them goes like, oh, I'm married to a woman. So what? Take your wife and, and, and uh, participate in the party. Another one goes like, well, I, I bought a new suburban, you know, and I'm going to, to check how it rides, you know, if everything okay. Who is buying a vehicle without first driving it? Okay, it was a, 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 a pair of oxen at that time, okay? <laughs> but who buys a vehicle today without first uh, having a ride? Imagine uh, uh, you buy this vehicle, you get in the vehicle, and it cramps you. You know, it's so, you're 6.5, and it's just, uh, that's not the right vehicle. doesn't fit too late. No, first you sit, you check the, the, the chairs. You know what I'm talking about. And another guy said, well, I bought a piece of land, so I'm going to see how it is. You know, how's the condition? How? Who buys a house without first seeing how is the everything on the inside, you know, like electricity, carpets, or uh, not, not just trash and piece of junk. Amen. So uh, it was pointless, I mean. It was totally pointless. The excuses didn't work. And the, 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 that guy, the Bible says, got so upset and furious, and he said, go to the crossroads and find lame, disabled people, maimed, no matter, blind, you know, uh, 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 homeless, stinky, Find them, bring them here so they may fill my room because I'm telling you, this party is not going to start until even the last seat is filled with someone. So imagine that the servants go and they find these people. They can't even walk. They don't know the address. They don't have the proper clothes. But yet, very soon, they will enjoy something, a meal and a drink, and a nice table uh, cloth and everything, they cannot afford. They cannot afford that, but they can participate and enjoy it by grace for free. That's Christianity. The first miracle of Jesus, you know. First miracle of Jesus. Why it's so uh, unique? Why it's a principal thing? Because these people were poor. They run out of wine. Suddenly Jesus provides the best wine. The best wine, 180 gallons of best wine, you know, for them. And they start enjoying the second uh, portion, you know, of, of, of something of excellent quality, which they actually didn't have money and couldn't afford it. And it speaks about what God's going to do for us. 
we will participate the joyful celebration of his victory, his salvation, without being able to, to pay. And if you start living in that way, I promise you, you will shift from defeat to victory. And you will fire the devil of your life, you know, like he won't be able to mess your mind anymore with his lies. Because he's taking advantage of our background, you know. You're not worthy, you're not worthy. Do more, do more, you know, perform. Yes, we, 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 we are appointed to read, to pray, to share the gospel, to do good. But that's not going to give you access, amen? So you see, he's, first of all, he brings this amount of money. Second, uh, he's uh, knocking on the wrong door. How many of us are deceived sometime, you know, before going to the Lord, to the right place, you know, to, his, to the door of his grace? Uh, I mean, to try some, someone else who is uh, famous in the world of giving us wisdom, knowledge, cure, help, you name it. And we deceive sometimes to lean more first, I mean, to what we know works well in this world. You know, money, whatever. I'm not against those things we, we're using. But can you start building up that culture no matter what? No matter what we face, can we turn, uh, learn to turn our faces first to the Lord from whom our salvation, protection, supply, everything the Bible, even the Old Testament saints, you know, uh, constantly telling us and teaching us in the Bible. David, you know, Daniel, all the, the Psalms, you know, I will turn to the hills from where the help descends and comes into my life, you know, to the Lord of my, to the rock of my salvation. And th David had all kind of, uh, uh, you know, abilities, uh, power, skills, money. He was a king. And he learned the secret, you know. First, go and knock on the heavenly door. Don't knock on the door of the king of this world. He had to learn this lesson. Nehemiah had to learn this lesson to be written in the Bible for your and mine behalf so we will not go to the kings of this world. And just think about the politics, you know. It's such a drama going on right now. Now, I don't want to be involved in that because I'm not going to expect anything from, from the... Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I want this nation to have the best president. But do you know that no matter what kind of president you have, he is not able to keep, to protect, to sustain this nation because the Bible says the, the, the root is that sustain the tree. It's not the branches. Okay? And who is the root? The root is God. God has great plans, great destiny. And we always, like our forefathers who, who established the foundation of this nation, they knew the secret and it was established on the foundation of trusting God. That's the beginning. That's the source. Okay, first, he, he wanted to pay. Second, he knocked on the wrong door. All right? What's the third thing? I want to finish with that. The third thing, he wanted to be cured in his own way, according to his own understanding. Those are dangerous things, you know. You cannot pay. You don't go to the wrong source and to the wrong door. And the third one is the, the big one. I, I think we're still struggling. We always put God in a box or 
because we just cannot surrender with our natural mind how things are supposed to work. So Nehemiah finally goes to Elisha's house with his entourage, uh, uh, and the message Bible says, and he appeared before the house of Elisha in a style. You know, like uh, 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 this uh, uh, Lincoln Navigator, black, you know, huge, shiny, with, with his entourage, with his horses, you know, and chariots. And, and in his appearance, and he's expecting the, the man to go, like, according to they, they, their understanding, you know, oh, to bow down, a great man has arrived, so uh, come, I will do, I will serve you, I will do everything possible for you you know and uh, because you will you're going to reward me and all kind of things like that and instead of that he is humiliated and that's the problem that's the narrow door Jesus is talking about because sometimes becoming a Christian unfortunately you have to be reduced to nothing because until you hold something and you're boasting and you're confident about that. I'm telling you, you don't deserve the grace of God yet. <laughs> and, 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 and he, uh, according to his words, uh, you know, I have expected that he will go out. He will meet me. He will greet me. He will wave his hand. He will do some kind of magic. He will perform some kind of performance, you know, to, 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 to manifest, to show. And, and, and he will cure my disease, you know, in that way. Instead of that, he sends his servant to give him a message. And that's Christianity pretty much, you know, we, we, we are serving a God who has sent the gospel. If you don't receive the gospel, which is the good news, let me tell you, you are not going to make it. Yeah? And he, he refuses, he doesn't pay attention. He doesn't care. And even he gets upset because Elisha is sending him to the river. And Jordan is not a pretty river. Not at all, you know, compared to the rivers they had, boy, oh boy. He goes like, this is ridiculous. I'm going back and he's upset. Then his servants, you know, they didn't want to travel with that uh, crazy maniac on the way back, you know, like upset. So, uh, you know, they started begging, master, master. Uh, they, they call him father. Father, please. Uh, if he, the, the prophet asks something difficult. From you, won't you make it? And he said, yes, of course. So this is, this is just a piece of cake, you know. This, this is nothing. Let, let's go and give it a try, you know. Then we can justify. And he goes like, okay, they found a way. And he goes, dips himself in the river seven times. Why, why seven? Seven is a very biblical number and speaks about completeness and fullness. It, it's, you know, too much to, to, to talk about the number seven. But you are dipped. You are baptized. You are uh, 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 mm, saturated, so immersed. Yeah, that, 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 that was the word. You, she takes the credit this morning, okay? <laughs> immersed in completeness and fullness. Amen? Of the baptism, of Jesus' death, resurrection, 
whatever he, he provided for us, praise God, is complete and full. That's why Colossians through Paul says, and in him you are made complete, you are made full, you are made, you have fullness and completeness in him. Wow, who is the head? Jesus. And he, he, he goes out of the water and now he sees, the Bible uses a term that his skin has been restored as an, as an a baby. How many of you would like to have something like that? Wow! Now his mind starts processing the, everything what happened, had happened. And he goes like, now wait a minute. Seeing the result and seeing the means, there must be only one reason. There is no God. There is no God in the whole earth as the God of Israel. No one and nothing on earth can accomplish and can do anything like that. So why God has chosen this method? Because any other method will give credit to people, to, to, to uh, means, to, uh, you know, uh, all kind of stuff. But in this particular case, all the credit is for whom? All the credit is for God. Isn't that Christianity? Aren't you involved in a case in which all the credit must go to the Lord? And he got converted in such a way he became a worshiper of Jehovah. Now the method, sometimes the method doesn't make sense to us. But the result which God is pursuing to, to manifest in our lives is on a purpose to make us a worshipers. To make us sold out and worship the Lord who has no equal. Who has nothing in this world which can be compared with him. You see this story is written for us and it continues in the same way today. And it's written on a purpose to teach us a lesson how to maintain our Christian life. What kind of behavior and attitude we need to carry. And it's simple. You cannot pay for your healing. You cannot pay for your forgiveness. It's undeserved, unmerited from the beginning to the end. The veil is torn apart by what Jesus has done. The only way you can approach the throne of grace, you know, to find help. Uh, with boldness and confidence because of him. And you're not going to ask for help from anyone in this world. First go to the throne of God and ask help from the throne of grace. That's what the book of Hebrews says. You see, you don't need the letters of recommendation in Christ Jesus. You, you are accepted uh, uh, already. We praise the Lord for good government. We praise the Lord for this nation, the greatest, the most influential nation in the world. But God is more than that. God is more than that. The, 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 the situations in our life, no doctor, no politician, no one can save you and help, uh, help you and take you out from the pit of uh, uh, sin, death, and destruction. You know that very well. Only God is still saving real sinners, drug addicts, alcoholic people maniacs you know god is converting them that's the power unto the gospel the power unto salvation only god can do it that's why 
That's why everyone who is converted is appointed to be a worshiper. Jesus said, God is seeking, my father is seeking for a worshipers, not for a performers. Worship is not performance, religious performance. Worship is a heart attitude of thinking and adoring him because you know how great he is showing you his mercy and love. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus for strengthening our knees and our feet to walk in your righteousness. And making a way for us to walk steady in the path of righteousness by trusting you. We are unstoppable. Thank you for totally covering and paying the, even the, the, every penny which I deserved in my sinful behavior and everything, you covered that, you paid it on the cross by the precious blood you, you, you shed on the cross. Thank you for leading us in victory by constantly uh, fixing our gaze and our eyes on Jesus. Running, running by fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. And thank you for cleansing us from all sin, impurity, and unrighteousness in such a way that you have given us a new nature, a brand new spiritual you and spiritual nature through which we became partakers of your nature and of your spirit. We glorify you, Lord. We thank you and we bless your name. We proclaim uh, uh, from strength. We go from strength to strength and from glory to glory. Going through the valley of weeping, we turn it into a place of blessing. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you guys for coming this morning. Thank you for that great privilege and joy to partake in your service and sharing the gospel. Don't forget to check with the products. My wife will be with the books in the